Welcome and thanks for joining us on today's episode of Discussions with Derek and Susan. You can catch us on all major listening platforms and you can watch Derek and Susan live in the studio on YouTube. Now let's hand it over to Derek and Susan. Welcome back to our podcast, uh, Discussions with Derek and Susan. I'm Derek, of course, and this is Susan, and we hope you've been blessed uh, by the podcast and uh, been encouraged by our discussions. If you are, you can share this with someone, and you can also subscribe if you've not done so to our YouTube. We have lots of great materials to help you to grow and believe that God's going to activate you in your gifts and callings and in the supernatural. And so today we're going to start our new series. It's going to be a shorter one. We can't cover it. Um, but in this uh, this um, series, these episodes that we're doing in our, our launch, we're going to be talking about da- singleness and dating, dating and how we start preparing for marriage. I think this is mm-hmm. a, an important topic and we get lots of questions on this. Um, right. A lot of people don't have the the concept of dating. And uh, so in this episode, we're going to talk about dating, single, having singleness and dating. And then in the next episode, um, we're going to talk about how do you move from singleness and dating into marriage. So let's jump into it and talk about the big subject of dating. And so uh, what is your concept of what's the biblical concept of dating? I think, you know, there's lots of cultures out there that have different um, ways of they do things. You know, in the Bible days, they had matchmaking. And so the families would meet, uh, the son and the daughter would meet, and then the parents would arrange it and there'd be an engagement. And then the son would leave and then the bridegroom bride uh, would wait for the bridegroom to come and didn't know the day she was coming and did mm-hmm. that. And that's kind of the story of a, of Jesus coming back <laughs> that we see in the Bible illustrated there. But that's very far from our American culture, our Western culture. Um, you know, different cultures still do things a little bit differently. But what it really is the Bible uh, aspect or, or process of dating? How do we date the right way? Pastor Susan, I know all the girls ask you that question. And so let's just jump in and then I'll add to it a little bit. Well, you know, I if you search through the Bible, I don't think that dating, that what dating is in the Bible, correct me if nope, I'm wrong. Nope. Um, and, you know, I think uh, different cultures, like I say, different countries, different culture, different ethnic group, they have their way, their, you know, to get to know people of the opposite gender or prepare themselves, you know, uh, to find their life partner. But I, uh, if you look at the the spiritual aspect of it, I do think that uh, it is biblical to say that uh, God is still uh, the matchmaker of today. Mm-hmm. That uh, he's still bringing men and women together uh, to form a great uh, partnership, to form a great marriage. And I think that God is very interested in that. We see that story being uh, played out in, you know, Rebecca and Isaac, uh, in uh, Ruth and Boaz, you know, how uh, God bring people together, different culture, different countries, even, you know, uh, different background coming together. Uh, and uh, Rehab and Salmon, right, mm-hmm. coming together. So you know that God is still our matchmaker. Uh, and he he will lead us and guide us. So we need to involve God in this whole process. Definitely. And I uh, grew up grew up uh, having the understanding that God is so big and so powerful. And if God loves me so much, and He you know He is the God of my eternity, then uh, if I can trust Him with my eternity, I definitely can trust Him with my life and also my marriage because my marriage matters to God. 
Yeah. You know, who I marry is uh, instrument is, is very important. Uh, the most important thing is we make a decision to follow Christ uh, and uh, to uh, belong to a body, a, a church, you know, of Christ. And then uh, who we marry, we always say that. So I think if that is so crucial for me, I know that God is definitely very serious about this. So we need to involve God in that whole process. And my personal philosophy to answer your question is, I don't believe in just going and date, date, and see who's the right one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that life, uh, in life, there's so much to do and uh, there's so much that we need to spend our time in. The last thing I want to do is to go and try and see if this one worked, that one worked, and then, you know, then you get jaded and tired and sometimes you get your heart broken. So Come on, I don't you're speaking think... to some girls and guys out there and <laughs> jaded. Yeah, I mean, I've been through that. I've done that, took the picture where I bought the t-shirt, you know, but... Uh, I realized that okay, that's not until you found your Boaz. Uh, not yet, not yet. That was that was way before. <laughs> I realized that I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired trying to find my life partner. Exactly. So dating can be exhausting. Very. You know, um, it's not in the Bible. We've said that. Um, of course, nothing's wrong with dating. God's not against dating. But when is dating good? When is dating not good? I think what you're talking about is the wrong way to date, where you're just out there pouring out Finding your heart your to people, trying to help God along, <laughs> you know, on a, on Tinder and all the apps. And I might get swipe in trouble and, and say that. Right. Swipe right. And, you know, and then here you are investing time in people without knowing their character, without having a relationship with them, opening your heart to people, becoming mm. vulnerable and get jaded. That's the wrong way. So what you talk about, your flight, what's the right way to date that? Um, I think that uh, we've, like I said, first we need to involve God. We need to make sure that trust we, God. we trust God and we commit that to the Lord. We pray for God to to uh, connect us with the right people, right? So first and foremost, we need to understand who are we looking for, right? Uh, what, what kind of, uh, is it just any, any man? I just want any it, man it, that any will man? take me, <laughs> any are, woman. There are a lot on the streets, right? So we need to roughly know like what mentality. kind of man uh, do we really want in life? And and uh, I read this uh, very good book about uh, Lady in Waiting, right? Yeah. And it talks about you want to marry a man that would be a good father to your children. Yeah. Very important, right? So we talked about it in our previous episode about you know, uh, what you want in a marriage and what men want, what women want, right? So we, we need to have certain concept, right? Certain concept. Then what... Okay, for all those people outside, what are a few of the, the things that you should look for? Husband, uh, good, right, good father. I mean, first and foremost, uh, he must be a man fully devoted to God. Okay, love right? God. Lo- love God, yeah. first of all, and yeah. love God the most because yeah. that is where my security lies because, you know, I may get wrinkles some days, you know, and then grow old and then, you know, no, not be so beautiful. Fa- beautiful face, no Botox, <laughs> all original, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that a man who fears God is a man who will love his wife regardless yeah. of whether good days or bad days, whether yeah. she's beautiful or not beautiful or wrinkle or nice looking skin, yeah. you know? So I think a man who fears God, then the man who fears God, I should, uh, I, I believe a man who fears God will never have a poor day. Yeah. He will always uh, find, you know, God in every situation and God will always make sure that he comes up to the mountaintop. In, uh, in Psalms 91, he says that those who, you know, because uh, he has set his love on God, that in the days of his trouble, God will deliver him. Yeah. 
So that kind of man is a man of security, strength, foundation. So you want to find a man like that. Yeah. Or you know? a woman like that. Or a woman like that. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So, you know, love God and, you know, he uh, served in the house of God. Uh, when you love God, you, you serve in the house of God because the house of God is what God loves. So mm-hmm. you love whom God loves. Yep. You uh, you purpose in your life uh, to go the same way God wants. And, and if they're not serving God. when they're single, they should not be serving when they get married. Right, right, exactly. So the list goes on and on. So oh, yeah. you need to have a certain concept who you're looking for, yeah. right? And then, uh, but the thing is not to keep on just going and look for husband uh, and, and, you know, uh, it's just going through life and allowing God to prepare you. What kind of man <coughs> you want, Excuse me. you have to be what kind of woman, right? Uh, I, I, there was a pastor who said that if you want a man with uh, a, a value of a 10, you know, you need to also be a 10. Right. You cannot be a 2 and then expect <laughs> to marry a 10. Am I right? And if you are a 10, no you will definitely people, not marry Some people have been waiting so long. <laughs> So you need to know who you want to, who who you're looking for, and then you prepare yourself in the midst. So a lady in waiting is not a lady who's not doing anything. No. A lady in waiting is a lady who is preparing. So yeah, likewise it. for the men. <laughs> and you know the Bible says when a man finds a woman, he finds a good thing. So mm-hmm. the initiator is really the man. Not that women can't be available and they're praying and they feel that you know that's their right. heart desire. But um, when a woman's pursuing a man and becoming the the pursuer, then the roles get messed up. There can be manipulation in that. And, you know, it happens a lot um, in that. And so I think, you know, when we talk about singleness, I use the word singleness, really, what is it? It's being a a lady in waiting, being a man in waiting in the sense that we're focusing on God and helping ourselves to be, you know, maybe you're not a 10 yet, but an eight or a nine, but we're growing in ourselves, growing ourselves. So when we meet, uh, the person and we're in that season, we have the maturity and the development that's necessary for marriage. I see a wind blowing on the nations of the earth, stirring the hearts of men and bringing refreshing. As it continues to blow, it gains momentum and becomes an unstoppable torrent that sets things in order in the earth. The sleeping giant is awakening through the power of the Holy Spirit. A people, the church, activated in the gifts and demonstration of the Spirit. Altars are filled with repentant hearts longing for a move of God. I see a great awakening has begun. Yeah, and you need to enjoy your single. Yes, you need to enjoy your single. There's freedoms you have when you're single. This is the only time where you have your life to yourself and you have no distraction. You can be fully devoted to God. Let me jump in there. You know, know, there's freedoms you have in singleness that you don't have when you're married. And there's freedoms you have in marriage you don't have when you're single. And so, again, enjoying all those seasons um, and, and getting the most out of those seasons. Right. And if in the season of singleness, you you cannot devote yourself to God, then when you get married, it will be even harder. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that is why when we are single, we need to um, have a lot of friends. We need to go on just developing ourselves, focus on knowing God, knowing ourselves 
serving the house of God, being a fruitful person, developing our skills, developing our mind, uh, our heart, so that we we increase on the inside. Uh, we we become uh, become more aware of things. But in the process, in our relationship, we need to expand too, to get to know people. Yeah, you know, befriend uh, people and and know what kind of men. Is not good for you. Yeah. So you're not just <laughs> sitting home at Friday night in your right. prayer closet every week and not going out and mixing yeah. With people. What kind of people? Uh, yeah, it will not be a good fit when you you go out and be friends. You need to also know how do they relate to other people. Yeah. Uh, how's your relationship with your uh, parents? You know, are there difficulties in your life that you see a consistent pattern? So you need to know all that and uh, do not just dive in. You see, the problem with people who are just looking for a husband is when they see someone and that someone reciprocate, right? And uh, what happens is they immediately dive in. They close both eyes and they just grab hold of that person and jump in. But yet the the fact is this, you need to open both eyes when you are single to make sure that uh, that person is someone that you can see a future with and that person says who he is, that he loves God, he follows the ordinance of God, right? Because when you have something so close to your eyes, can you read? You can't see a thing. You can't read anything on your phone if it's so close. You need to see someone from afar and observe. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, and and so get to know a person. So it's it's developing friendship first. You know, before you should look at dating and, and beginning to consider someone as a life partner, mm-hmm. you want to see how they do life, how they relate and, and things like that. And so I think, you know, someone said this, you should only date your friend. And so it should be someone that you have a certain relationship. And I think for right. uh, you know us, that was the pattern. We were friends, and you know, and, and, and I was your you know pastor and leader. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were on you know on my leadership team, and we would go out in groups and do stuff together. And you know, right. before I was romantically interested in you, I would watch you, observe you, how you interact, see your character, all of that. And so we had uh, the foundation of friendship. Um, before we 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 pursued it towards towards marriage, and we're going to talk about pursuing it towards marriage. So, really, that singleness is being um, healthy as an individual, learning to build relationships with the opposite sex, with the same sex, in groups, and and, and being healthy, and developing yourself, yeah. and developing yourself. And mm-hmm. so, when you're in that season and you feel that, or if a man, as a woman, if a man pr- approaches you, you're in a healthy place. And you know what you're looking for. You know your criteria. Mm-hmm. You know your where you're headed in life. And then for a man, you're looking at a woman. You've observed her. You know, I love the Proverbs 31 woman, and it talks about the qualities there. But you're observing those qualities before you allow yourself to get emotionally involved. So dating is really, you know, seeing is this someone that I can get to know deeper and build a life together with. It's not just out trying to grow myself and have relationship and companionship. And you know. I mean, it's crazy now. I know some people that are 14 years old and I talked to one parent and like, oh, my son has a girlfriend, 14 years old. You're not emotionally, spiritually, mentally ready to date. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. Right. No wonder we have teen pregnancies and all this stuff happening because we're not emotionally equipped. We're not, mm-hmm. we, we never even had a job. We're, you know, we're learning, you know, algebra, <laughs> right. if that, and, and, we're, and we're pursuing marriage. And, and what happens? We just get an urge for a merge and we're not able to manage ourselves, and mm-hmm. we get into a lot of problems. And so, yeah. you know, um, and, and not that we put an age limit on it, but there's got to be a maturity and a health level before we pursue that. Yeah. In fact, you know, uh, in today's modern world's uh, definition of, uh, you know, 
uh, values in terms of dating is, uh, you know, go out on a one-to-one and then uh, discover what is this person like and, you know, get to know them. Um, actually, this kind of, uh, we I don't even really strongly encourage that, you know, because uh, we we need to get to know a person in a, in a group setting. I, I think yeah. that in a group setting is healthy because there's boundary, there are other people involved, there's interaction. Yeah. Uh, so like you and say, start so off as a friend, yeah. right? Because when you start the whole process with, through dating, when you go and have a one-to-one, you put on your best, you put on, uh, you know, sometimes it's a fake persona, but you put on your best, you try to impress that person, you really wouldn't know that person mm-hmm. very well. Yeah. But what happens is when you spend that one-to-one, you begin to open up your heart and then guess what? Everything becomes a little bit messy, right? Yeah. And you you develop a liking. So then you're now persuaded, you persuade yourself that this will work, this will work, this will work. When, and then you got vested. Once you have vested, your now your discernment is uh, clouded. Yeah, you're emotionally involved. You're emotionally yeah. already involved. So I see a lot of uh, people, you know, get entrapped because of that. Uh, you know, but I think the really the the right thing to do is to involve God in the process, serve God, and know that God alongside will bring people into your life that's going the same way uh, for you to decide if that person. Is is someone that you want to invest in? Yeah, I I think if I'm God, I would definitely want to do that. Uh, if I'm a parent, that's what you want for your daughter or I your would, son. For yeah, sure. yeah, I want for my daughter and son not to just go on a Tinder and and date a stranger. Yeah, but to uh, have lots of friends, yeah. uh, helpful friendship, uh, meaningful relationship, and out of those friends that God will find a special yeah. someone where they will go the same way to serve God together and have a common vision for life together. And I think that's the thing that we should be attracted to. We're just attracted to the outward because, you know, he's handsome and she has a great personality or she's beautiful. Then it's very surfacey. It's very shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're wanting to date to be married, and that's really what the biblical model is, then we want to know the qualities that are deeper than that, you mm-hmm. know, in, in a person because the, the, the outward beauty uh, fades. Um, the outward beauty can be, you know, an inch deep, but the, the hidden beauty of the heart the Bible talks about is important. Now, there's got to be attraction. I'm not saying that, but but it's got to be more than that. If not, that's not going to give us the glue to stay together in marriage. And no wonder we have so many people in divorce. We fall in love and out of love, but is it really love or is mm-hmm. it just infatuation? So singleness, mm-hmm. being secure in God, growing ourselves. Um, it's not a, a person that completes us. We're complete in God, mm-hmm. but God adds to us a man, a woman, so we can come together in a beautiful union to fulfill the purpose of God in our lives. So there you have it, singleness and dating. Any last words <laughs> for all the single ladies and the single men out there? Right. Uh, you know, I want to debunk the myth that there's only one, the, the only one in your life. That's the, 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 you know, the special someone. There's no special someone. Uh, God gives us choices. And I, I remember this story about this uh, preacher who one day was preaching and, and um, about relationship and marriage. And then one of the lady came out after the service and told the pastor, he said, Pastor, you know, I... I know what is my problem. I married the wrong man. And the, the pastor said, 
Now I know you are the problem for this world pandemic, all these broken marriages, because you married the wrong man. So the marry the man married the wrong woman, and henceforth everyone, everyone married, married the wrong, the wrong people. Person. Oh my god, that's nuts. So there is no one single yeah. person. God gives yeah. us choices. God bring people along our path. God tells us what is our destiny, what's our purpose, and He brings people along your path, and you have to choose to be the right person for that person. Not that that person is the right one, but that you will be the right person for that one that you know、uh, and you want to engage together to walk this journey together. Yeah, and I'd say that you know also this and in ending as we end off this session, you know, what, be careful people who spiritualize everything. You know,、mm-hmm. a woman comes, the Lord spoke to me, you're my husband. Well, God Ooh, says a man finds a woman,、me. or <laughs> a man comes to you and said, the Lord told me you're my wife. You know, I, I think you can know that. Not that God doesn't bear witness with us. But it's got to be more than just that. It's、mm-hmm. got to be, you know, like we said, the relationship, the chemistry,、um, the love for God, the passion for God, the vision in life. Is we're walking together as husband and wife to fulfill the purpose and the call of God, and and we know that, and that that doesn't just come from a word or a feeling. It comes from building a relationship,、right. building friendship, seeing each other, and then the spark happens. Yeah, and、uh, we'll talk more about we, it as we as we、episode. pursue the next episode. <laughs> we hope you've been blessed.、Uh, we would love for you to just. Share this with someone so they can get encouraged too. This is such an important topic in our day and age, so that we would do things right according to God's biblical pattern.、Uh, hit the share button, hit the like button. If you're not subscribed to our, our channel, we'd love for you to just hit the subscribe、uh, button. We have lots of resources there to help you to grow in your walk with God and with others. Stay tuned. Next week we'll be coming and talking about how do we journey from dating and transition into marriage. Here we are with discussions with Derek and Susan. We'll see you next week.